You're listening to Hot Mess to Success Podcast, episode 14. Today is another solo show, and your host is me, Amanda. When Laura and I decided we were going to each do an episode on our own, I started to think on what topic I wanted to share. There are plenty of options to choose from, as I can pretty much talk, talk, talk about anything. But I really wanted to make it count. So when a little blog article got me fired up last week, I knew I needed to expand on that. This was a tough decision, though, because my goal is always to have a positive impact on our audience. And if taken the wrong way, this viewpoint might not have that result. Just know that I'm sharing this because I really care. This is one of the things I am most passionate about. So turn up the volume, pour a cup of happy coffee, take a deep breath, and get ready to be empowered and own it. You're listening to the Hot Mess to Success podcast, where we firmly believe that you can make your dreams a reality no matter what life throws at you. Besties in biz, Amanda and Laura will encourage you to embrace your hot messes, own your message, and empower you to kick ass in life and business. It's time to learn from the experts. Listen in on raw and real conversations. Hear hot tips and tricks that helped others overcome the challenges and struggles of being an entrepreneur. Are you ready to dig in, get a little dirty, do the work, and tackle your biggest hot messes so you can enjoy ultimate success? If so, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, mentors, coffee mug collectors, mother hustlers, and taco lovers, Amanda Belkazar and Laura Host. When Laura and I first started this project, we knew we wanted to give, give, give. But I have to tell you, this is getting a little out of control. In honor of our launch, we have put together a huge prize package that is worth way over $1,000. And we want you to win it. Just go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash win and enter today. That's hotmesstosuccess.com dot com slash win. Hey, hey there, everybody. Welcome, welcome. So normally we do either an interview type episode or Laura, my co-host and I get to chat about some of the stuff that we have going on and what we want to share with you guys. But today it is a solo episode. We decided to change it up a little bit. And you know, Laura and I have very different experiences. we have a lot of similar as well, but our lives are very different. They look very different. Our daily lives are very different as well. So that's one reason why we we like to um, you know partner up and be able to share with you guys because we know that your lives look really different too. So now having a solo show, you know, each of us got to pick something that was really close to us at the moment. And for me, it was. I actually, uh, about a week ago, was reading a blog. The title got me, so that hooked me, you guys. Just note that if you are trying to get you know, anything noticed. Uh, the title definitely uh, drew me in because I don't usually read any of that stuff. I had actually, it, it was from the website Medium. And if you're not familiar with what Medium is, it's basically a website where you can submit your blogs. It's just like a collective of all of these different blogs that people submit. And I had actually, gosh, signed up for it 
few months back, I think when, when I was doing the one funnel away challenge and it was because we were encouraged to decide on a way to publish and writing is a way to publish. So medium was a suggested platform to be able to do that. And although I had no intention of um, being a blog writer or a writer, I prefer to talk. Hence why we do a podcast. I did, I did sign up for it because I wanted to check it out, be a good student. Anyways, last week I got, you know, one of the emails and in the email, it had a catchy title that, uh, kind of, I don't know. It just got my, my juices flowing, got my blood pressure rising a little bit and just really got me thinking. And I want to share what that title is with you guys. And I want to tell you also, before I dig into this, that this was something that I've been thinking on and I understand that there's going to be some things that I say initially that might be kind of difficult to take or might be kind of difficult to swallow or your knee-jerk reaction might be to say, oh, but Amanda, you don't understand my situation. And I would encourage you to refrain from doing that. You can swear at me and, and do all that stuff later, but no, I, I hope I don't, I don't piss off a ton of people with this. That, that's not the point. And I hope that you guys will see that. And I hope you guys see where my heart's coming from on this. So let's dig into it. Okay. The title of the blog was kids don't damage women's careers. Men do. So that definitely interested me. You know, giving a little bit of my background, I have always been pretty independent. My mom raised me as a, a single mom, myself and my brother. I was the oldest. And I just have, you know, she, she's always encouraged me and, um, you know, believed in me and let me kind of do my own thing you know, fall on my face when that happens, uh, accept responsibility. And so there is a large sense of independence. And, you know, I used to, you know, it's funny is years ago, I, I had an ex and when we would get in some arguments about this kind of stuff uh, about, you know, whatever me being independent or whatever you want to call it, there's plenty of words in the dictionary that you can look in, you know, to describe somebody like that. And my last name was Keller uh, at the time before I got married. And he would see, be like, whatever, you and your independent Keller women. And so it was like, it was as like, it was a negative thing. It was like, it was horrible. And I did not like that that was the, you know, perception that he had or whatever. You know, I was, I was proud of, that and he just couldn't handle it. So anyways, that was something that I guess really stuck with me and I never looked at it as a negative thing. Now, I do have to say I was probably a little more on you know, I wasn't where I am today in regards to my relationship and who I am and how I am, um, as you know, part of a relationship, but that took, you know, some work. And when, when this title, again, kids don't damage women careers, men do, I definitely dug in and read it and I could read through. Now this is the reason why this popped up is because it's popular. 
right? This is, this is why they don't highlight. I mean, I didn't search, search for this. They don't highlight one blogs that are not, you know, getting a lot of, you know, reads or I, I really don't know how they, you know, rank them per se. Um, I know there's different websites that you can upvote and all this kind of stuff. So I don't know how that is done here, but clearly it's getting some, um, you know, notice and people are digging this piece and I understand why I do. There's a couple things and it's, in this piece, it's not necessarily talking about like the glass ceiling because, you know, people talk about that as well, how you know, women don't get paid as much and there's statistics out there and it's what 70 cents on a dollar for if you want to talk about, you know, versus a Caucasian women versus a Caucasian man in the same position. And there's really, there's really no denying that kind of stuff, right? That women get paid less. And so whatever, there's, there's that. Let's just say that's, that's a, a reality. That's a fact. And with this, though, what she's referring to is she's referring to, you know, fathers in a relationship. That's what she was referring, and that's kind of what she's blaming. And I'm, I'm going to read the last part of this. And it was just, to me, gosh, this really, it really got to me. So the last, like, two paragraphs, she says, Americans need to stop believing that women do the majority of care work because we want to. It's because we're expected to, because we're judged if we don't. And most of all, because it's incredibly difficult to find male partners willing to do an equal share of the work. So let's stop saying that it's motherhood that holds up women's careers. It's not the institution of parenthood that makes advancing at work difficult. It's not our kids. It's that there's no chance of equality at work while there's inequality at home. It's not that women can't have it all. It's that men won't stop taking it. <sighs> okay. So again, there was, there's a lot of other things in between, um, in between that. And if you want to read the entire article, we will have the link down here because as much as this article gets to me and I'll tell you why, um, but it really, it, it really does bother me. I understand where the writer is coming from. I understand where potentially you are coming from if you're in this situation. And maybe it's not your career. Maybe it is your side hustle. Maybe it is your business. And maybe you feel like you are just burning the candle at both ends. You're just go, go, going. And you do feel the pressure to take care of your kids. You do feel the pressure to do all the things. You do feel the pressure to do, you know, the the work at home, you know, just all the things that I do believe are, le are legitimate. Okay. I understand this because this is something that we not only have discussed, but we will continue to, to discuss this type of thing. But what I'm going to say, and I'm, I'm wearing my shirt. I know that on the podcast, you can't see this, but we do have this on video. It says, here we go. Ah, uh, you can kind of see it. Empowered women empower women. And I'm going to talk to you guys about that because I, I do feel like I'm empowered, but I'm not empowered by accident and it does not just happen. I'm empowered because I have a wonderful support system that I've surrounded myself with, number one. I have an amazing husband that him and I, over the past 13 plus years, um, you know, we've been married for 10, but 13 plus years, 
have been working on our relationship to ensure that both of us feel empowered and fulfilled and, you know, good in our relationship on a daily basis, which takes work. Okay. Uh, Lots and lots and lots of communication. But here's the thing is if I'm going to sit up here and I'm going to say, oh, great. Cause I do my, my relationship's amazing. It's not perfect. It never will be perfect. I, I think it's perfect because we both always want the best for each other. That's what makes it perfect to me. Not that we don't fight because Lordy, Lordy, we fight. Okay. Um, not that we don't disagree about, you know, lots of things because we do. There's lots of that that goes on. Um, so point being, I'm telling you in a, in an essence of like picture, like, no, our relationship's not perfect, but we have the ultimate respect for each other. And that's a huge part of it. Plus again, I, I just mentioned there's communication, communication, communication. So here's, here's one of the, the things that I, I understand within this. Now, if you guys, if, if I'm talking to you guys and you guys have some serious things going on in your marriage, okay, there's serious disagreements to the point to where you're really not happy right now, this discussion and how I'm going to be delivering this is not for you, okay? This is for, I, I have some friends that I, I've discussed this with before. This is for, you know, my, my mom friends that are in essence happy within their relationship. They know that their husband loves them. They know that their husband, you know, cares about them and cares about their happiness. So let's put it that way. Yet they are very much struggling because they have a professional life. They have their children they have the household and they have all of the other responsibilities that I am going to say they elect to take on. This is the part that might be a little bit tough to swallow. Depending on how your relationship has been, and and this is not going to be meant for, you know, deep marriage advice or or, therapy type thing. Like that is, that's, I'm not qualified. I'm not a doctor. I'm not whatever. I'm giving you my experience, what has worked for us and what I do believe can work for others, but it's going to take a lot of work, especially if you've been going down this path and you haven't communicated about this um, on a regular basis, this could be a challenge. Now, the hindsight to that is maybe this isn't maybe maybe you're not even a mom yet which is the best time to start talking about this okay so if you are not a mom yet listen up because and you want to be <laughs> um this this could really help you so you know John and I were married for quite some time before we had our daughter and during that time there was a lot of discussion about that because I had always viewed myself prior to having our business that we run together. I had always envisioned myself being a career woman. I always believed that I would, you know, work and then my, my children would, whether they'd be go to school, go to daycare, whatever. I, I assumed my husband would be working. I would be working. And I, that's what I, that's what I thought that I went to, I went to college for that. I, I thought I would be getting a job and, and I would be a professional woman with a career that did change. And that changed, you know, for both John and I, uh, we started off doing mortgages. We both had jobs when we got together. And then, uh, I started our e-commerce business 
And a few years after that, after he was coming home and working the, the business with me after uh, his job, he was in finance. Uh, after he did that, he came home. It was about three years into the business and we've been working together full time ever since. Now, this can apply even if you're not working together full time. This can apply to your situation, even if, say, you know, your spouse has a job, you have a job, or again, you have a business, um, you have a side hustle, something in it doesn't matter. It really, you might, maybe you don't have, you know, any job outside of the house or any business, or maybe you want to start one and you're just like, how the heck am I going to do this? Here's, here's the first aspect of this process. I would like you to sit back and think, when is the last time that you and your husband discussed your joint vision for your lives? Because it is, to me now, it's so clear why John and I work together in our relationship and we work together in business. It is incredibly similar. And this was something that when Laura and I were looking to, um, you know, become partners, I was like, man, this is, this is like a marriage because I understand what it takes in a marriage. I understand what it takes in business partners. It is a lot. And there has to be so many things on point for it to work. But I have to say that one of the things that John and I have continued to do, and you have to do it regularly and similar in a similar fashion, how Laura and I started is we had to stop, take a step back and figure out what is our main vision for our partnership. Okay. Same thing with John and I, what is our main vision for our partnership, our business partnership, our home life partnership, our um, parenting partnership, all of these things, you guys, this is not, you know, I, I don't look at, I'll have people that say, you know, it's not 50-50 in relationships, it's a 100-100. And I, I mean, I guess it's just at this point, it can kind of little, a little bit be semantics. Like, yeah, I mean, you want to be able to give your all all the time to relationship. Um, but I think there's just so many different aspects to what we do that it has to be looked at as a collective. I believe between myself and my husband, we are that 100% of the pie. And there's different parts of that pie, like our house in order for our house to run well and not be a disaster. Like both of us have to pitch in. Is it 50-50? Absolutely not. Okay. It's not always 50-50. It flows because our life flows. Our life changes. Does your life change? Does things happen? Yeah. Guess what? Guess what just changed? If you guys have children, more than likely they just went back to school. That's a different dynamic. There's different things going on. There's different responsibilities at that point, right? So there's, there's, there's school events now. There are, you know, extracurricular events. There are sports. There's so much that go into that. So here's the deal. When you guys are when you have an expectation for what you want your life to look like, now I'm just talking to the, to the women here. You have an expectation for what you want your life to look like, your daily life. Think about that. What would you like it to look like? If, that, if you want your daily life to look like your, you, you want to progress your 
career and you want to, you know, you said, continue to, to climb the ranks and climb the ladders and maybe not career. Again, maybe it's your business because a lot of this is we're, we're talking to, to women entrepreneurs, but you know what? A lot of you guys have careers and a business. So you guys are juggling it like crazy. And I know you're back there being like, yeah, tell me about it, girl. <laughs> then you need to be even more aware of this. You need to take an audit of your life. You need to look at what you have going on. You need to look at that in a, in your calendar. You need to look at that on a weekly basis and then a daily basis. Here's the truth. You want to talk about equality? You have 24 hours in the day. Your husband has 24 hours in a day. Okay? You guys might need a different amount of sleep. He might need more sleep. You might need less. You might need more. He might need less. You guys, this is not, again, this is not always going to be equal. But I do know that, yes, a lot of times, a lot of the women that I talk to that have decided to take on, uh, you know, a, a, a business or again, after their, their children are born, maybe they want to go back to work, something like that. We do tend to take on a lot of things. And is it because it's expected of us? Here's what I, what I really think it is. I think it's lack of communication. I think that there's a lot of assumptions going on. And what I know is that with myself and John, I don't assume anything. This is where women, you guys were different. Okay. You're different. Men are different. We think differently. You know it. Okay. So how can we expect them to just understand or know, or be like, well, doesn't he know that? Can he see that I'm just totally stressed out doing all this stuff all the time, whatever. And you know what? There might be some men out there. You might have a total asshole for a husband. Okay. I'm going to say it. You might. And if that's the case, prayers. No, just joking. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just going to say just that. I mean, that helps. Okay. Um, that's, that's, that's one thing. Um, but you need, you need to communicate, you need to over communicate and you need to not back down. Hey friends. Hey, sorry to interrupt the show. I just wanted to jump in with a quick reminder about our huge prize pack giveaway. Register at hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. There's a ton of prizes for you to win. So go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. Now let's get back to the show. Cause here's, here's your options in this type of situation. To me, you have three options. Say you are again, completely overworked. You want your career to be able to be a priority, but it cannot when you're expected to do all the things. Now in the article that I just read, is it society that expects us to do all the things? Is it people that are, are judging? I mean, I don't know. Are there people judging me right now? Because I can tell you right now that myself and my husband, we flow through our business very differently. There'll be times when I am with Kenzie a ton at the time, because we look at our business. We have actually, we have a couple different businesses, obviously with, with this one, John will help out, you know, when, when we need things, but I am, I'm, I'm working this with Laura. And so I've just taken on additional this. And so before I did that, we had to evaluate what was going on in our life. We had to sit down and say, Hey, we have these other businesses that we've been working on. Both of us put all of our effort into our collective life. So if we're looking at this entire, our, our life as a whole, then now if I'm adding something to my plate, guess what? 
if I just take that on without figuring out how to eliminate something else, unless I'm, I mean, cause you know what, there's not, I don't just sit around and do nothing. Okay. If you just have extra time, girl, go for it. Take on extra things. If that fulfills you, I do not have time that I'm just sitting around saying, okay, yeah, I can take this on in addition to. So because of that, we had to have a very serious discussion when this was something that was going to change. And we needed to figure out where is that time coming from? Realistically, how much time am I going to need to dedicate to this in order for it to be successful? We had to both be on the same page for that. There's times that I'm sitting here and, you know, I had to block off times when, when Laura and I are doing recordings or there's different things that need to happen. And I have to say, Hey, these are, these are the times that I'm going to need. Or you guys see, I travel pretty consistently when I'm not traveling. Thank goodness. I'm home pretty much 24 seven. So I love that mix. It really works for us, but it's not because it just works. It's because there's that constant communication because when I feel like there's something overload, there's been times where John has felt that way. You know, when, when we did decide that we were going to start having children, um, that was a discussion we had to have because previously to that, and this, here's another thing, you guys, if you guys have not had children yet and you're both working and you're going to have children, guess what? There's going to be a lot of extra work that goes into that. So communicate, do not just expect, because here's the thing is if you, you're putting these expectations on yourself and that's fine if you want to say society does, but I, I don't, I don't play by any of those rules, none. And you don't have to either. You don't have to, like I said, and, and if somebody's judging you for it, screw it. Then you know what? You probably shouldn't have them in your life. So there you go. Start filtering your life. Number one. Um, but you need to get it right between you and your husband. You guys need to communicate. This, like I said, I'm sure there's a, there are a lot of situations and there's probably a lot of other underlying things that are going on with couples that, you know what, you just feel done. You feel uh, powerless. You feel like you don't have any options. You feel that your husband's not listening to you. Maybe you've tried to communicate. Maybe you've tried to talk before. And you just are basically, again, maybe you're sitting there saying, hey, yeah, okay, Amanda, but you don't know my, my situation here. I, I don't accept any of that. And I'm going to tell you why it's because I truly, truly give a shit about your happiness, health of your, your family life and the health of your marriage life. And if that's the case, I will not accept that because here's what happens. If you accept that and you're saying, yeah, but Amanda, you don't know my situation. You just gave up all your power to change it. Please listen to this. And this is not just in your relationship. This isn't anything. If you ever find yourself sitting there basically saying that you don't have a choice, that you can't do anything about it, you just gave up all your power to change it. I don't accept that. I don't accept that in any aspect of my life. If there is, if there truly is something that you absolutely cannot change, because I'm telling you right now, if you're married, you have choices, right? You can get divorced. I'm not telling you to do that. Okay. Let's not stop there. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying 
is that you have choices. So obviously that's one option. It happens, right? Again, not encouraging it. I'm going to tell you to take a very tough road. I'm going to tell you that you need to continue to over communicate. You need to figure out how to communicate to your husband. They do not listen the same way we do. They do not communicate the same way we do. It's funny because I'm going to take this back before John and I even got married. Um, we had some really, really awesome mentors. And I told you about, you know, the independent Keller woman stigma, whatever you want to call it. And it was there. I was, you know, I, I was pretty, um, I'm, I'm still pretty sassy, but you know, there, there was a lot of things like I, I grew up and I have a lot of people in my family that have been divorced, obviously, again, being raised in a, uh, a single parent household. I didn't really have a solid example of what a husband and wife relationship looked like. And so I actually was encouraged, actually both John and I were, thankfully, but I think it was more for me, to be honest. You know, John's uh, parents are, are still married and he had, he had awesome parents growing up, but I, I was encouraged to read a lot of marriage books prior to us getting married. And it really enlightened a lot of things for me. I don't think it changed. Obviously, John and I, again, we met each other in that way. So I don't think it necessarily changed me in a huge way. It did change how I approach our relationship in a lot of ways, thank God, because I realize we are different. And I really hope that that's something that I can, you know, share with you guys. So I want to kind of take it back for a minute. When I was talking about having a vision and you guys talking about what your life looked like, you know, I had, I had a friend that, again, I was, I was talking to her about this uh, topic, not the medium part um, or not the, the blog specifically, but she was just struggling with doing everything because she was working on growing her business. And she was also prior to that, prior to this being a new thing in her life, she had two children. And so she was not working. Her husband has a professional career that he goes to, um, basically a nine to five job, probably more hours, but you know what I'm saying? It's a structured job. Very, very great job that provides for them and their family. She had it in her. She's always had an entrepreneur spirit. She has other passions and she wanted to continue to also do a business. Now this happened afterwards. She was struggling with all of it like being able to do all of the things. And, you know, so I asked her because she said, gosh, you know, I just wish that he would, you know, come home and help me with this. Or I wish that he would do that. And she wasn't bashing him whatsoever because she would also follow it up with, but I'm so thankful that I'm so thankful that he has, you know, a great job to support us. So I actually don't have to feel the financial pressures in that way. He has great benefits. He comes home and, you know, he wants to spend a lot of time with us as a family. He goes outside and he takes care of, if you, manly things, whatever you want to say, outdoors projects. I don't want to stick those on any gender, but you know, he, he does those things. He, he fixes, he builds things. He fixes stuff around the house, all that kind of stuff. And she's very, very thankful for that. So she would always say that as well. So I'm telling you, this is a situation where when I'm being hard on some of you guys, 
I'm being hard on you because I want this to get better. And this is when it's not to where your relationship is really, really, really struggling. So again, not advice for that. This is when you guys have a good relationship. There's just a disconnect because it happens. It's natural. It happens between John and I. There's disconnects that happen when, when things start to change and we have to quickly recognize that and address them. So I did ask her, I said, so, you know, what is like, what is your, your vision, you know, for, for what you want and you know, what's his vision for what you want? Do you guys have a collective vision? And she's like, you know what? No, you know, we, we don't. And we, we haven't really discussed it because, you know, he is happy or I think he's happy with, you know, working his job and have the vision in a, a few years of retiring with awesome benefits. And then that's his vision. They're going to live off of, you know, his, his great benefits and his great retirement. And that's what he's working for. That's his daily life. That's his vision. She has a different vision right now. And it's not that she wants, you know, that portion not to, to happen, but that's just not something that is what's inside of her. She wants to actually pursue her business as well. And I was like, well, what is that? What is that going to take? Because in order for you to have a successful business, there's going to be, if, you, if you're already maxed out with you and the kids and the house, something's going to have to give. That means you either need to obviously be able to get childcare that's going to cost money. So that's going to have to be a discussion, right? Or there's going to have to be certain things that are structured to where he helps take some of those things off your plate. In some way, shape, or form, you cannot do it all. So recognizing that, number one, is the first step. Number two, communicating that. And also communicating your vision for what you see as your life. Because here's, here's what I, I think was happening and, and what might be happening in you know, some other marriages that you guys don't have the same vision and you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to revisit, you have to revisit that. John and I do this often. So minimum on a high level, minimally, we look at this once a year and then we break it down on little things, you know, uh, you know, how we see our, our year progressing, whatever. But when you're talking about big life things, you need to realize that we are growing, we're changing, we're having different experiences. And in order for a, a marriage, a business relationship, for any of that to work, you have to be on the same page consistently. Or, you know, people tend to grow apart. And that, that's a reality. That does happen. And I don't think that it means that you can't bring it back together, but it is a lot harder. And so, the reason why, again, I, I needed to talk to you guys about this is because do not, do not give up your power in this situation when they say that, you know, again, I, I'm not trying, there's, there's no blame here. There's no pointing fingers. But if I sit here and I tell you, you know what, you're responsible for the situation that you're in right now. If you accept responsibility, you have the power to change it. You know, and, and that's one of the things that before Laura and I even started this podcast, one of the things that kind of hit home with us is a term. It, it just came to me and, you know, I shared it with her and we were just like, wow, yeah, it's so true. And we say, own it, you know, hashtag own it. You need, you need to own it. And when you own it, you can change it. And I encourage you so much. Life is way too short 
You know, again, I, I said the D word. I'm not encouraging you guys to get a divorce. I'm encouraging you guys to do the hard work. I'm encouraging you guys to don't set expectations for things with in regards to your husband without verbalizing them. Give him the opportunity to be a jerk off and, and you know, at least at that point and say no and, and reject, you know, the, the requests that you're having. At least at that point, you know, you, you can really be valid in you being upset about something, but give them the opportunity. You know what? They truly might be stressed about stuff at work. Their brains do not, they do not have that inherent empathetic. I mean, we have, we have different instincts, you guys, you know that I know that when I had Kenzie, the stuff that I thought about, the stuff that I worried about, the stuff that I did dramatic stuff, this stuff never crossed my husband's mind. Not because he didn't care because we're wired differently. We are not built equal in all aspects in a sense of whatever we are different you guys and every relationship is different that's why i i didn't work with you know somebody else john had other relationships he didn't work with with other people but we work perfectly together everybody's built differently but i'm telling you right now you have got to communicate to make that work you guys have got to have a universal vision you have to discuss that on the regular and i genuinely believe that you can make it work. It's going, you're going to have to figure out what that is for you. Your life is different than everybody else's. If people are judging you, so what? You need to block that out. It doesn't matter to them. You have one life. You get one shot to just live a life of fulfillment and happiness and passion. And that's what I'm, what I'm here for. Do not give up on that. Do not give up your power to change any of that if you're not in a place that you want to be. Again, I'm wearing my shirt that says Empowered Women Empower Women. That's what I'm here to do. You guys, the reason why this gets me so fired up, the reason why this gets me so emotional is I'm very, very, very grateful for my life. Very grateful for what my life looks like on a daily basis. I'm telling you right now, it did not just happen. I could, I have a stack of books over here, relationship books, stack of relationship books over here that was uh, suggested to me that I have read. If you guys have any questions, if you guys are going through anything specifically, uh, I just, I have to su highly suggest digging into um, some really good relationship books and I'll just, I'll just read a couple titles just because, uh, I don't just want to just leave you with that. You know, there's finding the hero in your husband, love and respect his needs, her needs lies. Women believe the five love languages, building your mate's self-esteem, rocking the roles, the proper care and feeding of a husband. Like, I, I mean, you guys, and you, and you hear those, those things. It's like, some people would just be like, Oh my God. Like, is, is it telling you to just sit there and do everything for your husband? You have to take care of them and feed them and, you know, wipe their booties. No, that's not what these books are about. Um, but I do encourage, uh, I do encourage you to read them. I am 
very happy and blessed with my life, with my situation, you know, how John and I work together. And I want that for everyone. I want that. I just think it is something worth striving for and is an absolute priority among everything else. And when that is a priority, that makes me be able to put my businesses as a secondary (laughs) priority, our passions as a secondary priority. But because our relationship is our priority, then that's, and I say our, because it has to be their priority as well, because they need to want your happiness, but you need to be able to communicate that. So I could ramble on about this forever. I probably did um, go on a little bit, you know, longer, but I I really hope that this has helped some of you guys and um, definitely feel free to reach out and, and message me. I'm again, I'm not, I'm not trying to come down on anybody, but I want to empower you. Okay, guys, that is a wrap and uh, you guys have a wonderful day and we will see you soon. Hey friends, thanks for listening today. If you have not registered for all the amazing prizes, go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. And always remember, you are not alone. You are highly favored and greatly blessed and you have everything inside of you to kick ass in life and business. Now it's time to take action and own it.